Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in normal fashion, and we're going to come out of Psalms 25 and 5, and it says, guide me in the truth. Amen. Guide me in the, guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in all of you all day long amen psalm 25 and 5 guide me in the truth and teach me for you are god my savior and my hope is in you all day long amen let god guide you to the truth because the truth will set you free let god guide you and teach you his ways not our ways not leading to our own understanding but teaching us about God's ways and how he would want us to go. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just ask you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you to be into the room, God. Let something be said tonight that could be able to bless someone. God, let us be able to reach new masses. Let's be able to teach to new people, God. Let's even be able to get to the people that don't know you with the hardest hearts to even have a soft heart to hear your word, to hear more about you, God. Enlarge the territory to anointed radio. Encourage a fire under the people, under the sound of my voice to spread the word about anointed radio, God, so that we can expand to be able to reach more people. So, God, we just thank you, God. Bless everybody under the sound of my voice right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch their households. Touch their mind. Touch their hearts let them be able to flourish let them have an overflow of blessings coming their way god let them be able to see you clearly with the vision that you supplied with them god god let them be able to know the joy and the peace that you have stored for them god god we just ask you to just be in the midst be in the midst of their situation be in the midst of their relationship be in the midst of their household put a hedge of protection around them god God, let something be said tonight to get somebody to say, what can I do to be saved? And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 It's Pastor Jay. And like always, you already know what I got something to say. What I got to say is this. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Anointed Jaylon on social media platforms like Instagram twitter facebook clubhouse never on it but i'm there you can add me and um all those beautiful things you could just anointed jaylon j-a-y-l-o-n and you could f- check out all of my music jesus should make me happy renew my praise wake up bless um my team rep jesus which is four time award nominated for the rhythm and gospel make sure you go out there and vote for the rhythm and gospel awards where i will be performing down in jacksonville this june and my latest track slip away where you could be able to check that all of those songs out on all music streaming platforms all music streaming platforms. Make sure you go check that out. And if you haven't, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app. The Anointed Radio app is 24-hour gospel. If you got an Android, make sure you download it in the Google Play Store. If you got an Apple, go to the Apple App Store. Download the free app of 24-hour gospel where you could be able to listen to gospel all day, every day with no interruptions. And right now, Anointed Radio is in the midst of fundraising for us to be able to upgrade the experience 
for the app so that you could be able to see a few new features, a few new upgrades. So right now we're raising money. Um, our cash app is at the bottom where you could be able to see um, dollar sign anointed radio network, a dollar sign anointed radio network on the cash app. And make sure you, you go and follow us at LV anointed radio network.com LV anointed radio net. Uh, no LV anointed radio, all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Make sure you follow us, subscribe on YouTube and be able to add us on Instagram. See who's coming up next and the interesting things that we post. And with that being said, in the absence of a few of our co-hosts, we got Dr. Marvinetta Clay, where you could be able to follow her at Clay Marvinetta and DrMarvinettaClay.com or see her songs, I Fly Away and I Thank God on all streaming platforms. You could check out Chris Johnson at SingChrisJ or SingChrisJ.com. Um, out of Chi Town, he got some music coming out, and he has Chasing After You. And check out Chiquita Andrews and Trinia Barbie, aka Boss Barbie, where you can follow Boss Barbie at Boss underscore underscore Barbie B A R B E E, and get all of the latest Las Vegas updates for sports. She's about to actually have her own show, so start looking out for that because you have her own sports show. In addition to this, we're gonna keep expanding. Because this next guy, he's going to have a show too when he's ready. And I'm going to introduce to y'all and reintroduce to others my boy, Ben. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing good, sir. Yes, follow me at Ben underscore jamming at ever since 93, rapper for the 90s babies, of course. Um, definitely also, uh, you can also find me on Facebook as Benjamin Johnson. And then also, we actually have a new page um, up, up there. Uh, we actually have the Johnsons family on YouTube and also Facebook. It um, it has all types of uh, skits. Uh, it has vlogs. Uh, uh, it has um, 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 my wife's cooking. My wife is a baker. She's a professional baker now officially. And so um, I'll be recording some of her uh, her baking stuff. I'm on there. Uh, we just have a really, really nice time. It's called Johnson's Family on YouTube. It's J-O-H-N-S-U-N-S Family. Go follow us on there. Like our stuff. If you find some funny stuff, please uh, hit me up. I do have an email as well, bj883169 at Gmail. If you're trying to hit me up by any type of link, any type of uh, 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 career opportunity, any type of investment opportunity, I'm definitely open for it now. So definitely hit me up for that. Also, me and my wife do a podcast together called Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. It's where we discuss all types of marital things, marital issues, uh, parenting, uh, single, not, not just parenting, but single stuff as well. Um, people with kids, without kids, we just try to give you some a little bit of advice and from our personal experience. So definitely uh, uh, mess with us. So please. And then also, also as well. Uh, later on this year, I'm actually looking into putting some stuff together uh, for our church that we do attend as well. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start uh, putting out some of the stuff with uh, my pastor, Pastor uh, Russell Bowman. We're going to start putting some stuff out on YouTube and everything like that. So please check that out. That is work done by me and Jay as well uh, on, our, on our on my page. So check that out. Amen. And then I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it all on the show. show. We are fundraising. Everybody, we're fundraising. So you anything helps. Make sure that you could go to the Cash App, you know, 5, 10, 20, 
whatever, whatever God leads you. I'm going to do a real preacher thing. Whatever God lead, put on your heart to <laughs> donate, be able to just donate to Anointed Radio so we can be able to better the experience. This is not for us. This is actually for us to be able to better the the app better the experience we're working on a lot of things in the back end to be able to get this experience best for you we are the las vegas number one gospel station anointed radio award nominated station out there mm. and might even have some more nominations coming up some big ones not even in the church world so some some national worldwide recognition are, are, we, are, we, are we gonna say anything are we, are, are we gonna share what's up not yet, not yet. When it comes, please believe me, it will be on there. So I saw somebody come into the room, and it's it's Auntie Clay, Doctor Love Child, Doctor Marvinetta Clay. Everybody, she was eating. I got I caught her every time. Every time I catch her, I'm like, ooh, ooh, right. Yes, yes, yes. You did <laughs> eating me some good old hummus. Good Ooh, comments. Delicious. Yes, so where can they find you at? Oh, we. <laughs> I'm going to make you laugh. So you can find me on all the social medias. That's still good. Always, always, every day. Dr. Marvinetta Clay, Marvinetta Clay, all that. But I just found out that, you know, um, my website somehow or another has changed from being drmarvinettaclay.com to Dr. Marvinetta Clay Banzoogle something. So. <laughs> Ah, you got to stay on top of your stuff because I'm thinking this is, you know, everything is good, been paying it and everything and found out it wasn't even in existence since last year sometime. How about that? No wonder nobody could get to you. (laughs) So I'm working on getting it back up and running and uh, find out how I can get my domain back because I still own it, but it's not showing up on my website. So all is well. God is good. So, but yeah, gonna be working on some new stuff this year. Working on my video for God is so good this year. Um, um, and I'm excited because there's a lot of things that I just got introduced to this weekend and a lot of things going on in the month of March. So God is good. Um, gonna keep doing what we do. Let's go forth. Amen. And one thing that I can say is this I'm talking to my good friend DW. And he encouraged me. Y'all about to get a new Pastor J track come out soon. Coming right. soon. I wasn't going to release nothing. To, I wasn't ready yes, to release sir. But a new song is, is due for this season. So You better come out here and stop playing. God's so good to me. Mm. That song will be coming out. I wrote that um, last year. Recorded it and just been sitting on it for this, this exact experience. So with that being said, it will be coming out soon. And um, I, I we, definitely want everybody to know. Won't no. get no type of snippet, no nothing? No. <laughs> okay. Negative. Got to hold on, brother. Hold on. Exactly. Hold on, old soldier. Hold on. Got to hold on. Change is coming. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I wanted to just say, if anybody's out there and they're just like, man, it's not ready, just put it out. You don't get to pick what other people like they might the song you might think is dope people be like man that was trash and the song that you think that was trash they're like man that was the best song ever it happens like that been there got got a story got a song about it here you go I'm, I'm serious so anybody that is struggling with that 
um, just go ahead and I would say just put it out. Put it out. Can I encourage somebody as well? Go ahead. Um, sometime within the last few months, uh, my son, God is so good, had been, you know, been put out to, uh, what is it, BDS radio stations where you actually get chartered at. And um, I was getting my list every every time that it was being put out but i really didn't know who it was going to outside of what i saw on the paper um somehow or another as i was searching to find out why my website wasn't showing and when i looked up my name um it came up some a radio um in their top 50 i placed 42. so wow. i was really shocked you know you better go dr clay <laughs> I was really shocked. God is so good. Place 42 one time, but that one time was encouraging to me. So if, if, um, if, if, you know, if you feel like you just not ready and you just feel like you ain't got all the, all your nuts and bolts and everything put together, let me tell you, you got to start somewhere. And when you start, everything else will start coming together. Just make that one step and everything else will start coming together. So, but yeah, I saw that. I was like, well, wait, look at this. I was really excited. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. That I, It's funny that you said that because I remember the first time I ever saw my song charted. It wasn't, can I tell y'all something? Renew My Praise, which shout out to, I'm playing that today. <laughs> Renew My Praise just hit one year and renew my praise and that song meant a lot to me because i really wrote that song in the midst of having fear i know you're not supposed to have the spirit of fear but the country was going through a crazy thing when i wrote that song it was it was all kind of covid and kobe passed away it was just some stuff mm -hmm. and we all was in the house in the house sitting in the house in the house board so I made Renew My Praise and made the music video, which is on Vivo, has 123,000 views. Thank you for all 123,000 people that watched that video. And the cool part about Renew My Praise is that it actually charted in Netherlands. Wow. I ain't never been to Netherlands, but I'm about to show them some love. I'm making a trip to Netherlands. Shout they, to Netherlands. Man, awesome. shout outs to Netherlands. They had me on the billboard charts. In Netherlands, I ain't never been on the Billboard charts in my own home state. Just saying, just saying. That's all right. Go get it's there. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna get there. Pop though. the Netherlands, Jay. Don't worry about it. You pop I'm the popping up to the Netherlands. But guess what? It's it's okay because sometimes out of the country, in other worlds, appreciate you more so than where you're at. Yeah. It all it, it appreciates you more than your home. Seriously. And I'll just give you a quick, quick thing. When I went to um, Melbourne, Australia years ago with the Las Vegas Mass, and we was there a whole week, and we was the only gospel entity for their jazz fest where they had all these um, top-notch jazz people played all kind of stuff. And we were the only gospel entity. But when we got there, those folks didn't even, you know, they may not have knew who we were, but they treated us like we was really somebody. They gave us red carpet. They they fed us. They took us where we wanted to go. I mean, we got top-notch treatment. And I have never, ever experienced that in my life. So guess what? Let it be in Never Neverland or Netherlands or wherever in land. Don't matter. They they appreciate you more so than what your own will. And then eventually they'll see what they're missing out. Shame on yeah. people in the States. Amen. 
I live here and y'all appreciate me. I'm going it's to all good. God appreciate you. I'm going to Netherlands. They about to get straight exclusive yeah. Pastor J out here. I mean straight exclusive because they be on here supporting me. I got on the billboard charts in Netherlands. Amen. I'm my claim to fame. I'm like, have you ever been on the billboard charts in Netherlands? <laughs> Even though I didn't stay on the billboard charts for long. I still but you still it. made it on there. That, that's name. it. You made it. Solidified. Yeah. My name was on the billboard charts. Pastor J. In Netherlands, whatever yeah. language they speak. <laughs> I'm learning some Netherlands language as uh, soon as I Kadoshi Dosh. Dosi Dosh. I'm 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 getting my dual <laughs> citizenship in Netherlands. They appreciate appreciate a brother out there. Anyway, let's <laughs> let us get into the music mix. Make sure you share, like, subscribe if, if, if you liked what you've heard so far. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at LV Anointed Radio. And make sure you download the Anointed Radio app. And we're still fundraising, so I'm going to keep saying fundraiser until y'all understand we fundraising, y'all. We don't never on, ask. Give, Five give, years, we ain't give. never asked for this. Today, give. we're asking. And it's going to benefit you. So dollar sign Anointed Radio Network on Cash App. And it's on the bottom where it's streaming. But we're going to go into some music. And I told you, it's my year anniversary for Renew My Praise. So we're going to start off with Renew My Praise. And then we're going to go into some other new music. And y'all stay tuned. Share, like, subscribe. Do all those good things that you're supposed to do. And guess what? It costs you nothing. So go ahead and share, like, subscribe. Share, like, subscribe. Nah. Share, like, subscribe. (laughs) Subscribe. And all that good stuff. And with that being said, we'll see you guys in a few minutes. This is Renew My Praise, Pastor J. Long Calhoun. Peace. God, bring me an overflow of faith. Please send me the strength to be, I pray. Ignite a fire within my soul. Leave me there and I will go. I submit to your will and your way. All storms will out of rain. The pain will fade away. All storms will out of rain. All my tears here wipe away. I got my eyes on you. Nothing's hard for you. Keep my eyes on you. Nothing is too hard for you. My friends, give me a song. Show you my heart long for your love. Renew my praise, give me a song, show you my heart longs for your love. Lord, increase your perfect peace in me, help me see the truth in you. I need to have you near, I need to have you near. Ignite a fire within my soul. Leave me there and I will go. 
I submit to your will and your way. All storms are out of the pain will fade away. All storms run out of rain. All my fears will fade away. I got my eyes on you. Nothing's hard for you. I keep my eyes on you. Nothing is too hard for you. Give me a song. Show you my heart longs for your love. Renew my praise. Give me a song. Show you my heart longs for your love. God, give me peace. peace. God, give me joy. Or renew my strength. God give me peace. God give me joy. Joy. Or renew my faith. God give me peace. God give me joy. Or renew my strength. God give me peace. God give me joy, or renew my faith. Give me the song, show you my heart longs for your love. Renew my praise. Give me the song. Show you my heart longs for your love. You never knew you would fail. You never knew. You'd go through the things you've been through. You never knew that you would fall. But I heard his voice say, I heard his voice say, Here's a pain. It is not your portion. Failure. It is not your portion. Sickness. It is not your portion, poverty. It is not your portion. I have to embrace the cross. You never knew you'd be broken. You never knew you'd cry the tears that you cried. You never knew. But I heard his voice say, I have good news, I have good news. That's your portion. Good health. That's your portion. Be abundant. 
Cause I love my face Ain't got time for all that stressing I'm receiving all my blessings About to love and hug myself Cause I got time today Whatever happened yesterday Guess what ain't worried about it On my masterpiece today You know I'm about it, about it I ain't stressing about no bills I ain't got no time to chill Put some problems in my face I'm just gonna bounce about it Like why you mad at me? Because I chose to love myself Yes I am proud of me Not where I'm trying to go just yet But I'm about to be now put your hands up in the sky and be thankful you still here and stop asking them why. Lord, I got it. You know I got it. Look, buddy, I got it. And ain't nobody on this earth gonna ever come and stop it. Cause I'm from the country south, got something to say. Spun a big world with 3K and they let me bounce out my shoulder pop. Bounce your shoulder, feel the vibe. I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. You negative, but I ain't got time. I ain't stressing the day. Yo. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Peace and love is on my mind. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. I'ma tell you one more time. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Watch my whip today. I buffed it up good with the shimmy. Feeling good. Think I might just pull up on my granny. We watch that wheel of fortune while we eat that churdy chicken. She tell me that she been thinking one day I'm gonna win a Grammy. I say now shout out to my barber, that boy on a mission. Got my line so crispy when I talk, they pay attention. And my lady is so bad, swear she was born in her bag Had to give her extra care to go tip her beautician Like how you look that good, I'm about to show you off Let's cruise up through my neighborhood You said my partner tried to holler, boy I wish he would You know what, I ain't even much tripping I'm confident in me so can't nobody catch me slipping And don't call me on FaceTime, I be barely texting Trying to love her for myself, I'ma send me a message Nah, please don't hit my line if all you got to do is lie It don't matter, I ain't gonna check, I'ma be busy flexing Bounce your shoulder, feel the vibe, I ain't stressing the day, yo. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. You negative, but I ain't got time. I ain't stressing the day, yo. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Peace and love is on my mind. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. I'ma tell you one more time. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Uh. I ain't stressing the day. Hey. Hey. I ain't stressing the day. Uh. You calling with negativity? I ain't stressing the day. Okay. Uh. I ain't stressing the day. What'd he say? Uh. You got somebody? I ain't stressing. 
Amen. I ain't stressing today. It's my new anthem. I'm playing that everywhere. Amen. With that being said, I am back. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. We are back and we're going into the interview status. And um, we bring all my co-hosts back on. We got Ben Jammin, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And we have our guest today, a special guest from the Bay Area, the Yay Area. She has so many years of experience in nursing and education. And we're going to be talking about health and church today. Um, I, but before that, before I bring it on, you see, I'll have the expense. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe um, the page. Make sure you like. I told you we fundraising, right? With me saying again, you're going to hear it again before we get off the show tonight. We fundraising. And I want you to know you could go and donate to Anointed Radio at Anointed, dollar sign Anointed Radio Network um, on Cash App and be able to bless us. And whatever God put on your heart, go ahead and bless us. We could be able to upgrade our app, upgrade the, uh, the customer experience um, for you guys with the Anointed Radio app. If you have not downloaded the Anointed Radio app, go and download the Anointed Radio app on Android at the Google Play Store or in the Apple, the Apple store, 24 hour gospel all day, every day, no matter what. And you could be able to listen to gospel to bless your soul so that when you end up in the office and you, you about to go off on your boss or you in that car and somebody cut you off, you could go ahead and give a worship and a praise in the midst of the situation. And one thing I have to be petty. Um, ben was talking about his fantasy football league and with boss Barbie not here. I can't be showing off. So he showed his little trophy, right? You know, you see his trophy. Dr. Clay, you see his trophy? Ain't it cute? It's cute, right? It's cute. Yeah. It's uh -huh. FFL. Mm -hmm. I got a Super Bowl ring in fantasy football. So just throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Steve Harvey. Wow. You know throw that out there. Had to be petty because he tried to show off on his little, his little trophy. He was happy about it. Let him be happy. He, you see, like, like he, he won't let me be great. He just took your shine, <laughs> right? Yeah, sure yeah. He had to post it. Now I see he took he took the bear down. He put he took down his trophy. I'm sorry. You okay, Ben? Back put your trophy back up there. You go ahead, boy. <laughs> you go ahead with your little trophy. Anyway, <laughs> so we're coming back. I want to introduce to some and reintroduce to others um she has been in the nursing field she has so many degrees and and titles and she is one of the founding members of the contra costa health ministry which has helped out a whole network probably of 100 plus uh, churches in the bay area with the health ministry she was one of the founding members of it we get to hear a little bit more about it why it's important things like that but further Furthermost, or further do. Is that right, Dr. Clay? You got that education. You further. Furthermost. Further do. There you go. See? See, there you go. Further do. We're gonna go ahead and introduce my auntie, y'all. Miss Vonda Nolan. It's weird me calling her by her first name. My auntie <laughs> Vonda. Amen, everybody. Miss Vonda Nolan. Amen. Good evening, everybody. It's nice just sitting here listening to you guys play some nice music. I was just chilling backstage. It's nice. Um, glad to be here. You, glad to you. see what you guys are doing, what the generation is doing. 
Um, yeah, like my uh, my nephew said, I, I am a registered nurse, semi-retired, um, many years in pediatrics and neonatal care. But, um, you know, as we are as Afro-Americans, we always... Give until you're giving too much stuff. Hold on. You're giving, you're giving them too much. <laughs> She's taking too a much. runway. <laughs> Wait. You're giving them too much. Oh. We got to do a All pastor. Right. Well, this, to- you my auntie, <laughs> but you still got to get a Pastor J icebreaker question. Hey, okay. All I'm right. Be selfish with this one. So with this one, this one, who's your favorite nephew? Oh, Lord. <laughs> All of my nephews are favorites in various different ways. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right, Auntie. I was trying to be nephew Tommy on this show, but I, obviously I can't be because you're just not going to let me be great and be like get the sun the, the shine on my own show. Oh, but it's okay. You <laughs> I was trying to stone my cousins. I just wanted to know that. But All individually. You all shine. Hey, we, we we got a powerful family. So, you know, hey, come on now. Amen. You better come in with some encouragement. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, um, kind of introducing you to um to some and reintroduce you to others. Where is your hometown and um where do you reside now? My hometown where I'm where I was born and partially raised. Yes. Is that what you're asking? Okay. Yes, ma'am. It's Houston, Texas. I'm currently in Pittsburgh, California, between Antioch and Concord. Okay. So, and um, you you went to school um, to study medicine, or did you? What was what was the first thing that you studied before you got into nursing? <clears throat> oh, I was uh, education, a special education instructor, um, basically from uh, K through 12, um, but I focused on K through six because I saw that that was the area that um, the children needed in California for somebody to focus. At that time, they had us in all these little groups. It didn't matter how smart you were or whatever. If your skin was brown and they could recognize that you were Afro-American, they would put you in a special group in a way in the back of the room, and you know, that kind of stuff. So I was a specialist and I would pull students out of the class and um, bring them to my office, work with them, find out where they were and consult with the parents. <clears throat> and of course, encourage the parents uh, to understand that their children were smart and that they need to be more involved in their education. And a lot of the children uh, started to thrive and a lot of the um, parents decided to pull their kids out of public education and put them in private. You okay. know, so. Um, but did get burned out and Prop 13 came through. I went back to school and then um, decided to be a, a registered nurse. So what was the first school that you went to? The first school? First the college first school that you I went taught. to. Where you got oh, your- Oh, UC Berkeley. She uh, was University UC Berkeley, California. y'all. <laughs> that was my first degree at Berkeley <laughs> during the late 60s and 70s <laughs> with all uh, the Panthers and the Muslims and all of that stuff on campus and the National Guard, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> she went yeah, to we had Cal some Berkeley inter- when it wasn't popular for us to go to Cal Berkeley. I just want y'all to see history and it's Black no, it's, History Month still. 
it's still Black History Month. <laughs> That's and, right. And and I, I wanted to just put that out there because Monty saw a lot of stuff from kids having to stay in the library because the National Guard had a curse was- for all kids. <laughs> and you know the protest right. between the Vietnam War and plus with the Panthers and the and the Nation of Islam in the Bay Area, it was really big and hard for a student to be able to focus on education when outside you could get arrested and beat up for no reason. I see this like a cheat sheet. I know everything about my auntie, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna shut up and stop asking all these things. But I, I'm I'm proud <laughs> of my auntie. She got education, y'all. So. With that being said, um, I had to get my little interesting family tip out there. Um, <laughs> what was the inspiration of why you went into the nursing field? Um, I always uh, liked health. Uh, my father uh, was in health, but it was more microbiology. And it intrigued me when I looked in the microscope and I took... Um, cosmetology in high school at Jack Yates in, in uh, Texas. And what intrigued me was learning about all the, the skin and the bones and the muscles and all of that. People, you know, just assume that, okay, you take cosmetology, learn how to do hands or whatever. Not down south. You learn about all the, the anatomy and physiology of the parts of the body that you're going to be involved with. And it really intrigued me, but I didn't pursue it at first. Uh, because I thought maybe the science was going to be a little heavy for me, but I also wanted to give back and make sure our children got educated properly because the education I got in Texas is totally different than the education I got in California. And so um, once once I got tired of um, teaching in the public school district and not being able to be effective as I wanted, I went back and got into nursing. And um, it's difficult, but anything good is difficult and you just had to focus. I'm saying it's difficult because it was an era where you really, at an age, you really wanted to to party and hang out. You can't do that. If you're taking engineering, nursing, or anything, medicine or whatever, you need to focus and um, and study. And so I did so, and it was it was fine. You know, it was it was it was a it is a very rewarding uh, profession. So. Okay, so now let's go fast forward. You've been in how many years of nurse? How many years? Did you serve in the nursing field? Over 40 years. Jesus. Wow. Amen. That's awesome. My auntie, my auntie. And I'm still because <laughs> I couldn't. Woo, I'm, I'm, I'm over here like, man, being in one phone um, for 40 I, years. I Jesus. I, I Go ahead, a, um, being in the nursing field. Um, I have like my wife, you know, she's um, um, she was actually uh, like she wasn't like in the nursing field, but like she did like medical type of stuff, like medical billing and stuff like that. What was the what's the what's the challenging part of being in the in that profession um, that you're in? (laughs) To be honest, the challenging part is being a woman of color and Mm -hmm. having to constantly um be questioned about your decisions and by not just the physicians and um, and the nurses that you work with, but also the parents. And of course, I was in intensive care, taking care of pediatrics and then intensive care for neonates. 
So you have to be precise. You have to be on it. And and um, I was questioned. Any 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 nurse that of color was questioned. You know, much more than anyone. You know, and sometimes you just had to. I was kind of shy at that time, and you just kind of bone up. And it's like, look, I'm here to protect these kids. So I may, um, you know, t tell the physician this is what I see, and. Um, they don't act on it and then i have to act on it because there's a life there there's somebody's life there and then they'll call me on it and look and see and then realize it was critical and i made a critical decision and they won't say it publicly but they'll come close to me and say thank you you know good you know wow. uh, you know you made a good but if it was somebody else who's not of color, they'll shout it all over the nursery or wherever mm -hmm. it is. Hey, such and so made a good decision and so forth. So, you know, it's, um, but you're not in it for that. I'm there because this is what I want to do. And it's because I take, I don't care what color the child is or whatever. It's a child, it's a family, and I'm going to take care of them, you know. But of course, if it's people of color, I'm going to make sure I hang in there. But that, that was, that's the most challenging. And I think for all of us, nurses of color, no matter what, you know, whether a doctor, nurse practitioner, whatever. Okay. It almost, it almost reminds me of what you just said. I, I, I like watching, I'm a television fanatic when I'm watching it and I'm so zoned in and I have seen um, some shows where uh, what you just said, they, they actually show that on those shows um, where you have, oh someone of color and not just a woman, it could be a man too. And where they had to make a critical decision and they didn't get the kudos. They didn't get the thanks. They didn't hardly get anything, but, um, but they did get questioned. They did get questioned. And it was like, you know, your judgment is your judgment and you're trying to make a sound judgment and uh, the, the right judgment. And it's almost like you're being second guessed. And I, I've watched that and I've seen how, they was doing, and this is television. And now to hear directly from you who have actually experienced this, it's like really just making things, you know, really real to me. Um, but with that, over all the years that you have um, been in your profession, I know you have probably seen some of everything. Um, how do you handle the the pressure of some of the things that may have been horrific or some of the things you had to really just stick in to hang in to help families with, or, you know, how did, how did you do, how did you get through that? Um, I have a strong faith. I'm actually certified as a faith-based nurse. I took um, a course, you know, for that, but also um, uh, doing some self-care and that is, um, taking vacations often, you know, um, at one while I was, when I was raising my children, I take four vacations a year, two were family vacations. Jay Long went on quite a few of them and two were, uh, you can't call me that. <laughs> That's your auntie. auntie Don't tell her. That's my auntie. She my government. That's what she want to say. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, taking vacation and the other two uh, vacations that I would take uh, would be either with a significant other or, you know, a good friend. And I would leave the country or go across the country or something because I just really had to get away and see another culture, see something different. 
and then come back. And I say four because it would be quarterly, you know, every so many months. And, um, you know, so it it, um, it made a difference. It made a difference in, in allowing me to have the longevity because most people don't work in critical care as long as I have. Um, wow. Most Blacks anyway, they get tired and then they move on, move up, move whatever. And that's what I love about nursing is so many areas you can go into. And I actually wanted to get into that because I heard like there's different like uh, um, tracks um, that you would go, you know, when in nursing. So um, yours specifically, like how did you like what's the what's the track to uh, become uh, into your position? Well, once I finished nursing school, I prior to that, I was going around, you know, working um, in different hospitals on call registry and that kind of stuff. And so I knew right away, I did not want to deal with adults, not on a regular basis. And so I chose pediatrics. When I came in, I had a choice of neonates or PD or, or PDs. And so I decided I wanted to deal with the kids. And then, um, you know, after, after about 15 years of that, I switched to um, neonatal and uh, the, pre the premature babies. Amen. But training programs then that paid you. So they, you came in as a new nurse and they're like, where do you want to go? You know, oh, I want to go to surgery. I want to do this. I want to do that. And so I chose uh, intensive care for the kids. So let's move on to this part. So the health ministry, a lot of churches never heard of the health ministry. Now that I've, I've traveled across this nation and been to a lot of churches, you don't really hear common like what I grew up with you and uh, First Baptist with um, in the Bay Area about the health ministry. Kind of talk about the the beginnings of the health ministry in Contra Costa. Okay. Um, like I said, I um, have been involved with the health ministry since 1998. Uh, Samuel Merritt University out here, uh, Alta Bates Hospital, had a health ministry. Um, and so it was mainly Alameda County, but we had an executive secretary at our church who was um, over the American Red Cross. And she said, if their churches in Oakland have that, ours should have it. So I worked nights for 20 years at Children's. So when I get off from work at Children's, I would go to the meetings because everybody else was working day shift. And I was uh, intrigued with it. So any, um, it, it had nurses from all over Alameda County coming. They were all Afro-American nurses. We were connected with the Eth Ethnic Health Institute. Um, at that time, it was called something else. I can't remember right now, but it was the, the place that black doctors would go and convene together. And then over the years, they had to let other minorities in um, of color. And so it became the Ethnic Health Institute. Um, and I think it was called the Black Doctor something, I can't remember. But anyway, so when we would give, um, they, they encouraged us to do events. And there was a doctor named um, Dr. Frank Staggers who started it. He said, we need to bring the old uh, care back. We need to bring the old doctors back to the bedside. And the way we can do that is if we go to the community and we send nurses to the community. So they started something like Hypertension Sunday, which is in February, the very last Saturday in February. And then also um, 
had programs set up for us to get, you know, specialized training and, and you know, bargain with the university to set those courses up. And um, once I heard about that, I took one, took the course. You come like on a Thursday and stay until Monday. And your classes start at seven in the morning until nine at night. Now I stayed on campus, but other people who in the Bay Area, they went back and forth, back and forth. I know good and well, if I left at nine, got home at 10, I might not get back up, you know, and get there on time and stuff. So I stayed and that was fine. And uh, once I got that certification about six months later, a, um, a, a Afro-American instructor who would have normally been teaching that class, but she was in another state uh, doing some work. And she contacted myself and some other nurses here in Contra Costa County, took us individually to lunch and talked about uh, this uh, concept of faith-based nursing in the community and introduced us to a national organization. It wasn't Afro-American, the national organization wasn't, but it was called HMA, uh, Health Ministries Association. And that, um, and, and explain to us what they do. And basically you get involved in your congregation and you um, educate you know, everyone about diabetes and all the things. And then you also give health fairs and consult, and then you can kind of tweak it for whatever your church was. Well, our church, we decided to have a health ministry where we would uh, rotate. It was 12 of us who started a health ministry at First Baptist. And we, you know, checked with the state to find out how much we can um, educate, how far we can go and not be, uh, and still be compliant with our license. And, uh, and we, we would sit in the back of the church. We had a full kit, you know, uh, um, we had developed forms and so forth. So if somebody passed out, cause you know, in the summertime you have the seniors that don't want to take their medication cause they don't want to go to the bathroom and miss the sermon and all of that. So you got people passing out. So we had, we had, um, we, we taught each other. Okay. This is our protocol. We set it all up. And that was in 1998 and uh, it's still going strong. Of course, a lot of them left and retired and so forth and I'm still hanging in there. And so that was how our church did it. And then um, Marion said, I've been through this before with Alameda County and San Francisco. You need to get a 5013C and cooperate because what the way we got our supplies and so forth, the different agencies would lend us things or give us things or the Black Nurses Association would allow us to use their cholesterol machines to test you know, for cholesterol and, and glucose and so forth. That's gonna wear out. So you get yourself, you know, go on and get yourself in order. The other churches and the other places that were involved, um, they learned how to write grants and they went on and did something else. And um, I took the task on to uh, follow through and incorporate and become a 5013C uh, for Contra Costa Health Ministries Network. We had 36 at one time and people just start fading away. And now we have seven strong uh, health ministries here in, in uh, Brentwood, Oakley, uh, Antioch, Bay Point and Pittsburgh. And we do large things and we get grants from, you know, the San Francisco Foundation, Los Madonna's Community Health District. And um, 
We're out there, you know, and I, all of this I was doing while I was still working at Kaiser and at Children's Hospital and so forth. Um, and then now that I'm retired, I do some of it. <laughs> we have COVID, so we don't do a lot, but we do a lot of Zoom education and that kind of stuff. And then if we're coming in the community, we have, we're full gear. We don't care what they're telling out there. We have our masks, we have our double masks, we have our N94s, we have our shields, we have, um, uh, a shield that we that sits up so we can put our hands through and come back. Matter of fact, we have a a grant. Uh, some of us nurses who are in a nursing sorority had a grant to to screen um, homeless people who were in hotels downtown Oakland. Wow! And so we make sure we we're protected, you know, and go out there so that we uh, we don't catch anything, you know. So you know what? I can hear myself now. It's, it's crazy thinking about it because I, I know I was like there for it, but it was it was a memory that you, when you was talking about that, I was thinking about, I remember I was like nine years old and I went mm -hmm. to one of your fairs you set up for First Baptist and okay. it was AIDS testing. Mm -hmm. I I know I didn't have no AIDS, <laughs> but they poked my little finger and I was over here. <laughs> shaking but I, I, I never forget i was like why am i scared i know i ain't doing it. <laughs> you were just supposed to be over there that's what you get <laughs> hey i was just like i'm here i was there for a long time i was i was the little kid that got dragged to events that had could not leave until the event was over so yeah i was like i'm gonna just go ahead and get tested because that's all everybody else can test it but i think one thing that's that's impactful about it is that it taught a lot of people um in the church because it's not talked about health health wise um act being active eating healthy seeing things to be able to benefit the home because we could talk about your soul but one of the four t's in stewardship is to take care of the temple that right is is your body you know and if you're not doing that right if you know you got diabetes and you're not checking your sugar and like I've I think it was weird when I first going start going to church with you, Auntie, and then went to another church and saw no nurses there. I'll be like, so somebody fall out for real though. What's gonna happen? Like peep, there's a difference between slain in the spirit and knocked unconscious. And I don't know if this church is gonna know the difference <laughs> of it because they don't got a nurse or nobody medical on staff. But I think right. it's very important concept because in the we spend a lot of time in church. And, right. um, you know, there's a lot of things that run rapid where in our community, we're very at risk to so many situations from prostate, breast cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, all these things. And why not get that education at church? Yeah. So with, with that being said, how um, I how is the setup for most churches? I know in the Bay Area, um, you guys have certain ministries that's part of the health ministry and i believe it's and it might have changed i haven't lived in the bay for a while but mm -hmm. it was to a point where um if uh, the church was obligated to do what three health events mm -hmm. um to be part of the organization yeah okay um with that said you know we've come a ways you know i've been in this long enough to see that <clears throat> as the bay area has 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 changed and you have people uh, more willing to, to listen and to be involved <clears throat> and organizations to actually 
think about, wait a minute, we got to think about health. Saying that um, some of our um, sponsors and uh, the information that we get are from your large organizations like UCSF um, has a section that is for the community. And, um, and so they, we, we come together with the doctors, with the science. So what we have to do, they give us, they call it a, a support grant. So they give us maybe a thousand dollars. They use back 10 years ago, we would get 5,000, 4,000, but you know, we're lucky to get anything because it's a, it's an institution, educational institution, and they're, they're lacking money now because of COVID, but they still gave us, you know, the organizations that are involved, a little enhancement grant of a thousand. But along with that, even if, when they didn't give it or couldn't, it's, it's rich, it's huge because all information that we need, data, books, uh, speakers and so forth, they are the researchers and they will speak at your, your church. Uh, now we, we can have their do Zoom. Um, they will give us um, books and tablets and information uh, calendars or whatever to give to our constituents for free. We also have the American Heart Association. We have the um, Alzheimer's Association. We have um, Samuel Merritt. We have not only help from them and the doctors, but now it's merged with the college. So we have students. We have nursing students. We have nurse practitioner students that will come out and get their hours but also be able to um, to help and assist. And because I, once I retired from Kaiser and Children's, I started working with Samuel Merritt. Right now I'm not working, I'll probably go back, but I was working as an adjunct professor. So that allowed those students to come and definitely get credit because I was one of the professors who can oversee them. So you have a lot of agencies that want us to help with education or want us to disperse so um, what um, what my nephew was talking about is being part of UCSF for them giving us this goods. They want us to at least do three events in our church within a year that's related to cancer. So we would always choose prostate, you know, for the guys and then breast cancer or some others. Now we're into um, colorectal. Matter of fact, I got a grant, not not a thousand, a little bit, a little bit more than that to do something on colorectal cancer. And uh, it was just before Bozeman passed because a couple of our young um, members at our church uh, contracted it, you know, and we're talking under 50. And so it just it disturbed me. And so I said, you know what, I would like to do this. You know, can you give me some assistance and so forth? And they did. You know, we had an event just uh, just before August, like the last week in July, where I um, had a lecture and then UCSF staff brought this huge colon. <laughs> it was cute. You know, they, it was like outside fair and everything. This huge colon that they set up and then you can walk through the colon and you can tap on the wall and it give you feedback and information. So it's, you know, so it's, it's a good, good collaborative. And so that's how I'm keeping my mind straight, retiring, you know, uh, you know, being active, still, you know, working in the community and so forth. So with you saying that, and I definitely got to make it educational, 
what age should someone start checking for uh, rectal cancer, colon cancer? Colon cancer, uh, rectal colon, yeah. Um, I say, okay, I came across some very interesting data. There, it, it's very recent and they're working on. There's the uh, European colon, our colon, all parts of our body start deteriorating at a certain rate, right? So the the uh, European colon starts to deteriorate um, about a lot, a lot less time than, than the Afro-American. But when it does, it's on the left side. Now the left side is closer to your um, your part that your rectum that's going to evacuate. Afro-Americans start much earlier to have decay in their colon and it's on the right side, high up. So it's got all of that time to transfer through and decay and then they don't catch it. So you have the, um, the European race getting it later and not as, and, it, and it's not as bad and it's so they can cure it. Well, with us, we're getting it earlier. So now they, they, they saw all of these things and they said, okay, instead of doing it, getting tested at 45, at 40. No, if it was bad at 45, why are you just going five down? Because, you know, you, we have the, some of the research I saw, you have people in their 20s who are Afro-Americans and they're getting, they're in second stage, which you should be able to get in and be able to clear that out and they live healthy. No, they're still dying uh, along the way with that. So there needs to be more research. Then this scary thing, we have a lot of interracial marriages. So if you are Asian and and European or Afro-American and European or Hispanic and whatever, which side are you going to take? You know, or are you going to decay on both sides? You know, so they need to really do some more research. They really need to check out, you know, what's going on. And it's the colon cancer is one of those that wasn't recognized so much. I mean, it's there, but there's so many others that we're so busy, you know, talking about breast cancer, talking about uh, lung cancer and all those others, that is one of those that, that oh, because they don't normally, people don't normally get it until later, so they don't really focus on it as much. Now these days they are, and we need a lot more research, but they need to be more, um, more on it, and they need to educate people. And UCSF's main focus is that with any disease that we have, you must eat well and you must exercise because this body is made to move so if we're flushing our system if we're eating you um healthy foods many salads fruits those things that cleanse and move you out um and getting and getting out and moving the body we might not have so many of these things watch what we're eating and so that's one of the things our mandates when we go they train us UCSF and the other places train us as nurses and healthcare people. We'll take a, a couple of classes, you know, for like three weeks, you know, they pay us a hundred dollars to attend that class. 
and then they'll give us information and send us out. They did the same thing for the breast cancer gene so that we can go and educate people. And we had different researchers coming in telling us this, that, and the other so that we can bring it down, break it down to the community so they can understand it. But um, every, every uh, behind all of that, we must have healthy eating and promote it at the churches. We must promote exercise. I know at First Baptist, why is the nurse doing exercise classes? She's supposed to be healed. I said, because it's all about health, you know. So, you know, and then uh, also, you know, telling them to get their checkups, come in on time, you know, um, make sure you follow up. And then, of course, we will give them information. And sometimes depending on um, their condition, if they need be, if we have nurses available, we will accompany them, you know, so that they can understand what's going on. Amen. Wealth of knowledge, y'all. So one thing that is really big and it's, is to get checked up. You know, I feel like a lot of times, unfortunately, um, the, the the sad part of being a pastor is that you 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 have to bury and that doesn't have an age limit and a lot of times people get checked out in the last minute when there's no chance i have mm-hmm. had a good friend that just passed away found out he was in stage four cancer and that's because he wasn't yeah no. so i know i know but you know there's there's a lot of reasons why, and that's that's the thing that we have to um, eradicate, is that they'll say, oh, well, those people of color or whatever, or this uh, these people with this particular income, they don't go to the hospital, they won't go, or they just come in at the last minute. There's valid reasons for that. And so that's one of the things that we're, we as faith-based nurses are trying to um, combat and have been over the years in that, you know, with good reason. I mean, we're not treated well. You know, you can come in and they'll have sister somebody over here and they will go out of their way for her. And you come in and that you hear the doctor and his his voice is elevated and he's all happy. Then they come in and they, what can I do for you? You know, and then their whole attitude is, is down. I had a dermatologist one time I came in and the, the guy, I don't I think he was German or something. And he said, well, what's your problem? And I you know, told him and he sat across the room and, and he says, well, it looks like you have such and so. Well, how are you gonna treat my skin or whatever? You don't even wanna see it or what's going on. And so, you know, I excused myself and left. But, um, you know, so what we do is try to um, say that these people are making money, they're trained to do this and hold them accountable. I don't care what race they are you know, black, white, or whatever. I don't want a black, no, you make him accountable. You definitely make that, you know, somebody who's Afro-American accountable. Um, and, uh, you know, cause they they have to do whatever they have to do to, to maintain and still be at the hospital. So um, then, you know, so any, any physician, any doctor that's supposed to be over any hospital, you're paying that for that one way or the other, you're paying for that, that care. And so we need to come with questions. We need to question them. And if they're not uh, giving us the care that we want, we need to go to another one or we need to get a second or third opinion and then we can go someplace else. So we just try and empower us. No, they have the tools. They have the equipment there. Do not not go. Let's go. 
you know, and if you need a family member that's more of an advocate, if you have a family member that is in the healthcare or something like that, or they know somebody, take them, but get seen, you know, make sure that, that you're seen because we have, we have good reason on a lot of basis of not going, you know, and uh, it's been traditional, you know, going down the way we already know. And so um, I understand. And so we try to do as much as we can and then also empower people to be their own advocate. Amen. Damn, that's my auntie. Dr. Clay, you, you, you are on mute. <laughs> oh, you know you're on mute? I read your lips. She's like, I know I'm no, on mute. I would say that I, it's very important for, you know, you to be an advocate of yourself because, you know, we only have one opportunity to make sure that this temple is taken care of the right way, you know, and um, what better way to be educated and to um, do the things that are necessary. You said some val valuable things for, even for myself, you know, um, you know, I, I lost my brother to cancer and um, his cancer was so strange and the way that they did things was really odd, how they did things, how they, how they treated him. And no matter which hospital he went to, um, there was still almost the same kind of treatment because in a sense, it's almost like they gave up hope of striving to see what they could do for him or what they could help him with. And I got a chance to, to, to experience that as well as experiencing my own self with things. And when you said to eat the right things, to flush yourself, to cleanse yourself and to exercise, um, all of that is so important. And, and, a lot of people don't realize that they just feel like, you know, um, you know, I got good metabolism. I'm, I'm going to be good. But eventually, if you keep living, that metabolism is going to slow down. And um, <laughs> all that, that you were able to, you know, release may not be there no more. So you have to do extra stuff. And I know our bodies changes over time. You know, um, certain things started, you know, looking different. Skin looks different, body looks different. You start feeling things, and so you have to t do extra care. And I think it's so important that even in the church, um, I was thinking about that when you said you had the, the nurses, the health nurses, the um, in the churches. And I used to think, you know, some of the nurses that were there, I would always wonder if they were actually adequate enough to. Uh, or had experience enough, if there was something that really actually happened, um, how would they actually handle the situation? I know back in Chicago, we just had, they, I remember them having just smelling sauce. If somebody fell out, they just take the smelling sauce and put it to their nose. And but, but see, they weren't nurses. They were just, they were uh, ushers and so forth. And they, yeah. that was what they had because we we had to try to get them to get rid of that smelling salts when we became, when we had a started our health ministry. It's like, no, 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 don't come yeah. over with the smelling salts and the fans. No, we need this exactly this down. That's exactly <laughs> what they did. <laughs> the only when they hit the floor, that's when we step in. Okay. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> we see them like, oh no. I'm like, uh uh. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> We've come a little ways. Amen. <laughs> one one thing I would say is though, I, I really feel that it's important. I really believe that, you know, especially 
and shout outs to all the pastors that have implemented and shout outs to any pastors thinking about it because at the end of the day, yes, God could be, you know, in the room, but God gave us wisdom and you are in charge of your flock to make sure that they are safe physically, spiritually. So with that being said, it's always good to even even just have a first aid kit. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> something there so that if something dramatic came and it's to the point where somebody could be able to just help in the midst before the paramedics come, it's be a better chance. You know, it helps with chances. Um, but even with that, Pastor Jay, that has to be educated, too, fact. because some people just think that you have to have just a, a, a the kit with just a Band-Aid and the, the Neosporin and, you know, just a little stuff that just, uh, as I call it, superficial. But then you have all the other stuff. You have your pads. You have the, um, I can't think of what it is. If somebody's allergic, you know, you have to have, Absolute you know, those, the, yeah, the EpiPens. And, you know, all of that is part of, um, you know, even, even the kit when you have to, um, help somebody if they you know if somebody stop breathing or whatever after you do all the compressions and you know help giving the air and all that you still you need that kit as well that will help shock yeah. you know you need somebody to have to know oh, those yeah. things yeah. so those pads um, i've always yes. wanted to use those pads no let me stop no. saying that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they they out here they actually give those to um churches out in Contra Costa County, they give them to churches for free and they oh, maintain wow. them for free. But you know, that's at the cost of us losing a lot of our teenagers in high school and during sports passing out or they thought they passed out, but actually having a heart attack and wow. nobody and nobody not knowing what they're doing. Um, I don't know if you remember Darius Jones, the Darius Jones Foundation. He was at uh, De La Salle yeah, playing um, basketball. Yeah. Um, his mother's a, a good colleague of mine, and that was her only child. And she's tried many, many years. And late in her life, she had that one child. And he was he was a beautiful 16 year old, you know, ready to do all that kind of stuff. And he was running that court and he fell. First, they thought he tripped and then they thought, OK, well, he's passed out when they realized that he was definitely out and people are freaking out and it took him so long. And then they didn't know where the machine was or if they had one. And, mm -hmm. you know, it took a long time for the doctor and that young boy died. Mm -hmm. And so her, for her to maintain her sanity, she's a, uh, she works in logistics at the county. Uh, for her to maintain her sanity, she formed that organization, uh, which she's still involved with. And um, dealt with the uh, politicians and everybody and lobbied and she got, you know, money and funds. And um, she has put AEDs in elementary, high school, middle schools, yeah. all over this area from Brentwood all the way down to Bay Point, to Concord. Matter of fact, the uh, golf course in Concord and a um, couple of the cities down that way, they annually do a fundraising, uh, do a, um, um, you know, have a, a golf tournament and the money goes to her organization. You know, and so and with that, you know, we've had other uh, young, you know, young men, um, teenagers and stuff to to die like that. And so they, they realized that they needed more training in the schools. They needed more training in the organizations. They need to make sure things were around and just not assume. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've seen, I mean, I've seen two and four-year-olds have heart attacks. So, you wow. know, anyone can have a heart attack. Just the older you get, mm-hmm. of course, your organs are are there and we've done things to pollute our bodies and so forth. Because you don't know, you can have a murmur, you can have any any number of things that is not picked up or checked, you know, um, if it's not, um, you know, very serious sometimes it can get overlooked and then, you know, you're, you're putting your body to the max, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, so they have, we have AED machine, they check it constantly. Uh, and then we have to report out monthly and say, yes, I've checked it. The light's still on, the battery's on or whatever. Yeah. So even the boys club, the boys girls club has it, you know, uh, the senior citizen, senior citizen, you know, um, place has them, you know, she made sure what are, any places that, you know, people are around, they will put in. Amen. So, so with that being said, everybody, um, yeah. Have a health ministry, and it's great. I got to have my auntie on here. It's my first. This is my second family member actually to come on the show, so I'm kind of juiced about this. And okay. I appreciate you, auntie, for coming on the show all the way from back home. And all right, um, yeah, I wanted to check you see what you were up to. I didn't realize you was going to ask me to come on the show. <laughs> I the best way to see what I come I'm, I'm up to you can come on to the show and see what I'm what I'm doing. You have a wealth of knowledge and, and the medical background. I could definitely say, you know, I, I didn't choose to go in the medical field, but my wife did. Amen. She became an RN right. and a, a, a BSN. She she took my place That's because right. my, my wife says all the time. I should have went into the medical field. I was like, nah, because I was raised by a nurse. That's my mama. And I was raised by a nurse. That was my auntie. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm medical field out. I, I'd rather be on computers and me. We want to come along way there. I can retire graciously that I have plenty of uh, support in the family to carry on. Exactly. Yeah, some of them come in late, that. some of them early. <laughs> so with that being you know, said, I thank you, Auntie, for coming on, and everybody that was okay. I, that's out there. Um, yeah, me and my wife are definitely thinking on taking on that mantle here in the state of good old Nevada, and um, planning on having a health ministry to be able to to better the churches in the into the into the valley in and here in the valley so that we could be able to make sure that people could be safe especially with children nowadays having health issues and things like that and older people or you know people that just has health issues in general and things you never know what happens so if we could save somebody is the best so with that being said it's about that time y'all and you know what that time is it's about that time for no cletus no cletus but one thing I wanted to say, everybody, we fundraising. I told y'all this last do one I, was coming. We uh, do I have a second to put a plug in for our website oh, for anybody who may want to hold on. I, I'll start over. You want to do a shameless plug? Yes. Go ahead, oh. do your plug. Go ahead. Okay. Yep. It's uh C C H M N Health.com. That's cchmnhealth.com. And there's a wealth of information on there. Awesome. Amen. And I'm going to post it on 
the podcast where you'll find this show, this episode. And if you didn't know, now you know. You thought you were going to get away with it. But still, we're fundraising and for our app. So make sure that you go to Cash App and put whatever on your heart to donate to Anointed Radio, Las Vegas' number one gospel station. And we're on all podcast platforms. Make sure you check us out. We're on everything but title because Jay-Z been hating. He been hating. I have to say been hating. I watched the documentary with Kanye West. He been hating for a minute. So <laughs> we're not on title, but we're on everything else but title. So you can check us out on, on the podcast platform at Anointed Radio. Listen to all the past shows, including this one, and be able to get a wealth of knowledge on each show. Um, make sure you follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. And make sure you download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel where you could take it in your car. Because if you didn't know, I'm always going to tell it because people thought I was crazy making internet radio. But guess what? In 2024, that's two years from now, the antenna is going away from the car. So and and, and, and yeah, I can't even say that word. Interrestrial. Antenna radio is going away. FM AM is going away. <laughs> I can't even say the, the terminology of it right now. I, I haven't ate my blood sugar low. See, we was talking about medical terms. See, Anyway, um, regular radio is going away, so you could be ahead of the curve by downloading the Anointed Radio app. And if you have the Apple CarPlay or the Android CarPlay, you could be able to put the Anointed Radio app and listen to 24-hour gospel. If you're a business and you're looking for advertisement, reach out to us at lvanointedradio at gmail.com and just know that we love you if you like it or not. And if you need help, always know that we're here for prayer and you could be able to reach us out at LV Anointed Radio on Anointed Radio, Facebook, and all of those social media places. Make sure you go and check out Dr. Marvinetta Clay. God is so good. Um, what other one? I thank God I'm on that one, and um, right. and and um, and fly away, and I'm on that one too, amen. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, and no, make sure you follow Ben. Um, his in his YouTube with his family got skits cooking all that family greatness. He's probably gonna be on YouTube kids soon. Make sure you check out for our people our absentees Shakita Andrews with her book Trained to Be Broken but became unbroken and Barnes and Noble's and Amazon. Check out Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J with his um, graphic design and with all of um, his music. And make sure you check out Boss Barbie. Our sports analyst, who's right now at Athlete Unlimited, very proud of her. She took a whole month sabbatical to go cover a game. She's been at every game of Athlete uh, Athlete um, Unlimited, doing a great job covering, talking about the game, staying into the sports. We got the WNBA coming up soon um, with the WNBA Aces are coming back after the draft. And then we have the Golden Knights, the Lights, and then – football season comes back so there's a lot of updates in las vegas sports so make sure you stay tuned to boss underscore underscore barbie on twitter you can be able to check out all of the latest las vegas sports and chat and you can follow me where i told y'all god so good to me is coming out soon god so good to me it's coming out soon i don't know when but follow me and y'all be able to see it 
with that being said, bye bye now. Bye y'all. Bye. I'll see y'all later. I'll see y'all now. Bye. Bye. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye y'all. Y'all have a great night. Thank you.